You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I am your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. And back by popular demand, Amujam and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> With Living Their Awakening. Hi, guys. Hi there. Hello. Thank you for having us yeah, back. Having yeah, because there's so many questions, especially in having you know being in a relationship with both people being psychic and what does that look oh, like yeah sword they were going to be talking about our relationship and he goes shit show <laughs> <laughs> especially when both of you can call each other on on your shit you know what i mean yeah that's true we can swear on this right Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's so much to share, right? On so many levels. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Stephanie, can I put you on the spot? Because you're the awesome one to uh, ask the question. Am I? Oh, my gosh. Yes. You're, well, you're the Barbara Walters of our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lady. Anyway. Um, I think I have a lot of questions regarding the pros and cons of being uh, both of you doing your spiritual work and then being intuitive on top of it, because right off what comes to mind, would it be great? I would think to have a partner that gets you, that understands you, that takes responsibility. But on the other end, there almost is more responsibility and what you expect sometimes from the other person. So mm -hmm. we would love to hear how have you made it work? What have you learned? And what are your pros and cons? we're just looking at each other right now start first <clears throat> well i mean everything you just said stephanie is like the answers in the question like yes it's amazing to be seen like being with michael i feel seen all the way through never had that with anybody before ever 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 not friends not anybody like it's a deep scene, deep. It's like, it's like, it's beyond soul deep. It's like I'm seen. And, um, and that is, I mean, I don't even have words for how just beautiful it is. Like sometimes I just wake up in the morning and I go to make my bed. I just start crying because I'm so fucking happy my heart Aww. I'm not like trying to cry or I don't feel emotional I just all of a sudden I'll, I'll look at the bed and I'm like we sleep there and I'm like <laughs> and so that's you know and I just want to speak to all the way to the other side so the so there's all you know we could say the quote pros there's all kinds of things to talk about there and then the quote cons is because we're both so sensitive and intuitive, we can tell the second something's going on with the other person, either before they know consciously or they know. And we're always pointing out where the other person can grow. And Michael is a very like compassionate, he does it like it, like he gives me a lot of space and he, he just does it in this very compassionate way where I'm like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> scratching, spitting, sniffing and jumping all over him. And so, like you said, Stephanie's like, I expect that he'll want to look at it or he'll want to this or he'll want to that. And so um, it's like, yes, that'll, that'll always happen. At the end of the day, he will always look, he will always go to these places, but maybe sometimes he ain't ready, you know? And I'm like, Reow! you know, <laughs> do it now. So it's, it's so 
the relationship is so layered because you have both how beautiful it is and then you have we have to learn how to speak to each other lovingly in these ways of when we notice something's off or and again like i said michael's way better about that but it kind of all sums up for me i had a, a reading with this woman who who met me when i was like 16 and um i would go to her every now and then she was a hypnotherapist and did readings and the day, not sorry, the year I met Michael, I had a reading with her and she's like, you two are going to have to learn to point each other's stuff out nicely <laughs> because she's, she called us soulmates. She's like, that's what soulmates do. And, or whatever she called us, I can't remember, but it was to that degree. And she's like, because you're, you are to grow together. You are to basically be your higher selves together. You're supposed to get to that point. Let's say there's so much that has to clear. And you have to learn how to not like do what I do, which is like, do that. What's that right there? So, um, and the, it was interesting too, this other reading that Michael and I had that was given to us as a gift, this angel reading we had, like maybe this first month we were together, this woman had said to us that we will be feeling all feelings ever known that's ever existed. This relationship oh, trigger. Damn. I mean, in my mind, I was like, Oh yeah, I know what those 10 are. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> I had no idea to the degree of what she was talking about. You know, now it's 13 years later. We've been together 13 years. So the like I just there's so much to answer in that question. I think I'll let Michael have a, have a say. <laughs> Cause I can just go and go and go. Yeah, it's 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 um it's beautiful because you see we both feel I feel seen. And I feel like I'm able to see her. So that's pretty amazing. I mean, the getting my balls busted because I'm not doing my spiritual work. Is <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she's, she's a kind of person where she just loves driving, diving into that straight on. And I'm a person who I will do it and I do do it, but it's, I have my own timing for it. And so we're not always on the same timing on that. And that can be really challenging, but I mean, it's like, imagine having a spotlight on you constantly where there is, every nuance of every everything that you are feeling you know the other person can feel it and so you might as well just talk about it because <laughs> might as well. you can't really there's no hiding yeah, there's really no of hiding. anything yeah that would be kind of the which is beautiful but it's it can be challenging until you kind of figure out a way to navigate that yeah like we had to like i said we've been you know 13 years now so we've learned a lot of how to bridge these things and like how I can approach a little gent more gently and when to say something, when not to say something. Like before I would say it just instantly when I would see something going on for him. And I just had to learn like, that's, you know, that's not cool. So yeah, it's just been a lot of learning how to like not change who we are and yet find a way to be more like kind, I guess, mm -hmm. loving in it. Um, but it's like being with myself, except mm -hmm. he is a penis. That's it. <laughs> it's like the only difference for the most part. I mean, he's a little bit more mental than me, like That's in it. Mind, <laughs> like linear. Because I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not linear. Like I can't say at all because I do plan and I do have structure and stuff, but not to the degree he has. So really, that's the only difference. Otherwise, we're pretty similar, even though our personalities are completely different. But just like are what's important to us, what our priorities are, how we want to live, how we want to be, our values, our integrity, um, of how we just like integrity is like a thousand gazillion percent important to both of us. Mm -hmm. So on a really foundational level, we're really the same. Somebody, a family member had met us once and they were like, oh, peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. I, it's a lot. I love, though, that you get to practice your spirituality in the world. I mean, having the two of you, you know, so many people, they sit on the mat, they meditate and then or they go to church and then they they then they have their life. It's interesting that the both of you being so tapped in, so clairvoyant, so spiritual, you're actually kind of living the walking the walk mm -hmm. 24 seven. Right. Because the other person's practicing it. That's really cool. And and I wonder if it makes it less mystical and more practical when you're just constantly 
living. I don't even know how to Stephanie say what I said better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know quite what I'm trying to say there, but it's just so interesting because I have um, a wonderful husband who believes that I believe, you know, um, and who isn't necessarily, he comes to similar conclusions, but is not, he wouldn't call himself spiritual. So we do have enough in common and enough core values that we're, we're fine, but to actually have someone on the path with you, that's, I, I just think that's so cool. And, and yeah, I can see the burden of it, but the gift of it is, yeah, it's, it's so neat. The gift far outweighs the burden for sure. Yeah. I mean, for sure. It's just learning how to, I have to calm my personality. Like I have to calm myself. <laughs> basically. Well, I, think, right? I mean, from my perspective too, what it took us several years to get to was because I think a lot of it was part of it was cultural differences. Part of it was honestly our past life mm. lives together which were, which are, which have been pretty hairy, truthfully. And, um, a lot of wounding has resulted of that. So I think really what really laid the foundation for everything for us was, <clears throat> excuse me, when you, when we finally got on the, on the page where our relationship was number one, we were on each other's side. Cause for, I think the first four or five years of our relationship, we weren't that, on each other's we side, we were on each other's side, mm -hmm. so we moved to our separate camps. And we had a friend in mm -hmm. California who really helped us navigate that to where we really jointly came to that conclusion. Like we really have to have us as a unit as our priority. Cause without that really, it's like, we'd always go in our separate camps and that just would, that would create division. And yeah. a lot of that was motivated by our, past. our, our past lives yeah. where our past lives were so many past lives where I was heading off into battle. So leaving the relationship like over and over and over and over again, or we just couldn't be together because she's with someone else. We wanted to be together, mm -hmm. but circumstance. And so for us being psychic, that stuff, those yeah, layers are all that. there. Like, like we, it's like, just like we're seeing you guys right now. Yeah. And so they show up we'll obviously our, in our, our, past, our interaction, our that sort of, you know, that wounding, certain things will trigger that. Like I'm going to leave or. Yeah. In the beginning, I was really afraid he was going to leave all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that stuff shows up. I didn't know to the degree of our past lives yet in the beginning. And then once I started seeing them, I was like, oh, he left me there, 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 there. Ah, that's why I'm so afraid he's going to leave now. Plus just right. my own stuff right. on top of that fear of loss and stuff like that. But right. yeah. So there's, so you have those layers. And of course, just walking through life, things trigger that. <clears throat> and so you have not only your present, your present stuff going on, and then you have this past flavoring on top of it that, that is um, escalating the, the upset or the argument or whatever. I yeah, think you both, just listening to you both has given me an epiphany in that I've always thought this would be a really good thing for me to have someone who could fully understand me and know me as you both explain. But I'm now listening to you both. I think it takes a, a certain person, a, a, a certain ideology, a certain belief and a certain confidence, because I don't think I would like when you talked about, it's almost like another version of yourself and the blending of your energies, the blending of your, your lifestyles. I'm a very private person and I don't, I really see that this would not be for everyone because you open yourself in ways maybe that maybe you don't have the capacity to, or you don't want to, because like you say, there are maybe no secrets and there is a meshing so deep that you can't be anything but authentic in that space. Right. Uh, so I, I'm kind of relieved right now thinking, well, you know what? That's not my <laughs> my role. I didn't miss out on anything now. <laughs> well, I can see it's, you know, and I honor that for both of you, but it, I think it would, it really takes a, a special, uh, gosh, you know, body, mind, and spirit to be able to, to make it work. Like, I mean, yeah, we can all hook up with someone, you know, who's like-minded, but to make it work to the degree that not only do you live together and you flourish as a couple, but now you work together and you're, you're working towards the same goal. So, you know, my, uh, hat off to you guys. That's, that's beautiful. And I'm glad you explained it so that people can understand. Yeah. Do you really want that? Could you do that? Right. And yeah, okay. It's really hard. Yeah. Cause we're together. We're, we're together most of the time. All, 13 all years the straight. Time. So that's, yeah. I grew up as an entrepreneur. So that working from home or being around, I was in a family business, being around my family, that was sort of normal for me. 
but yeah, I think that's not, that's definitely not for everyone. No, and we've shared a million times with each other. We're like, if you were to take any other couple and put them in this mm -hmm. situation, they couldn't make it because <laughs> something, it's like as strong as my emotions are, as strong as my ideas are, as strong as my expectations are, as strong as my attachments are, the love that we have and the truth is stronger than all of that. And that's, that's the glue. And so I can be like kicking and screaming and freaking out and being like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is too fucking hard. And then my heart and my truth, like the divine within me is just like solid still, like it's just there. And that's, that's the difference to me of all the relationships I've been in this one. This one has this other element to it, like the truth, the heart, where all my other ones maybe had other things, but they never had this. Mm. And I didn't know, I had no idea. I thought it would be like my whole life, ever since I was little, I'd be like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And I just thought it was an issue. And I did all this healing. I'm like, okay, I had a brother who died. That's who I'm looking for. And there was a layer to that and I healed that, but this feeling in my heart never went away. And I remember like going into bars and I was in my twenties, whatever. And I'd like scan the room in two seconds. I'd be like, he's not here. Mm -hmm. And I really tried to like get over that need for like the quote, the one. And yet I couldn't help it because it was in my heart. Mm -hmm. Like this feeling that mm -hmm. he, Michael, I don't want to say matches, but it's like it matches that, that feeling I've always had of what it would feel like. But I had no idea what it takes. It's almost like, like sometimes before you do something, you have this intuition of like, oh, it'll be beautiful. And then you actually have to, you go there and you realize, oh my God, this isn't beautiful. But the end result is like, you didn't see the whole picture. You just, you didn't see what you had to walk through to get to that feeling in your heart, right? Or that intuition that you felt. It's like that. Like I had no idea, like Stephanie, like you were saying to the degree of the work I was going to have to do to be in that type of relationship. I had no idea because you can't be prepared for it because it's, it's like the other person's like bringing it out of you all day, every day. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. Well, let's say. I, I would say, on, on, would this be typical of, of anybody that has a pairing? No, because I mean, our specific journey, having split apart so many times, mm -hmm. it's sort of our karma to be stuck together. <clears throat> we really can't, you know, where we have to be mismatched together and work this out. So then I mean, this is part of our soul's journey. Right. together so that I mean your soul's journey or one's soul's journey might be completely different but given our history it makes sense that life is pushing us together and keeping us together in such a tight pressured space to kind of really work this stuff out in a real way because there's yeah. just no avoiding it there's no avoiding it yeah we tried to leave I don't know 20 times leave each other and life would just like we we never made the leaving part but we would try and like all these miracles would happen to bring us back together and it was clear like okay we can't just leave yeah like you said like there's something well we can life, but it we could but it yeah it, yeah yeah we could leave but yeah it just feels like so yeah. wrong it's, it's like what my mother told chad on our wedding day no backsies <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's it. <laughs> she honestly said that. And we'll say that to each other every now and then. No backsies. Like, sorry, we got to work through this. Um, and there is a beauty to that. It, it's the hard work that goes into it. But then the, it's almost like the beauty of that grit that it takes to hang in there and really be vulnerable. And you guys are vulnerable to such a greater extent i think than most people because as stephanie said you know, you two are psychic you can read each other before you walk into the room so um that has to be exhausting but it also um it's both i, I yeah uh -huh. i just can't imagine the knowing what i do know of the two of you like what would walking away even look like because i think your spiritual life seems to be so tied to to it's so entwined in your marriage like i feel like you wouldn't be checking off all the boxes this lifetime right. if you were doing the spiritual walk yourself yeah that's well, how it feels what's interesting is, is like with Jump's business the minute we started actually we hadn't always worked together and when we actually partnered and started to work together in the fall of 2019 her business started to grow so it's like life keeps just again it's narrowing mm -hmm. the path for us to like 
work in a particular way together. And that's just where the energy is at. It's really interested in wa watching to see what happens and how we navigate it in a real way. Yeah. yeah. You're just like the, the, the subtle layers of the details of, I really thought all these parts of me were me that this mm -hmm. relationship triggers. I'm like, wait, what? Which helps me do what I do. Right. Because I have these really deep experiences of, thinking like these parts of me are who who i am like they are who i am this relationship shows me actually no <laughs> they're not who you are i know it feels that way so that awakening let's say right that deep truth helps me do the work i do because i i face it every day yeah and it's you know it's so much easier now like we don't butt heads like we used to. We're not on separate sides anymore. I mean, there might be times it, it might get triggered, but the last probably f four years, I'd say it started to smooth out where in the beginning it was building and clearing and healing and processing like crazy to get here, to get to the fruits, let's say. It's almost like we had a, we met and the old tree was there and we had to reroute the tree. Right. We couldn't cut it down. We actually had to like reroot it. I ironically, we had a reading with this angel, this angel reading right in the very beginning of our That's relationship. And she had said, this is actually, it was on cassette. So that gives you an idea. It was way back in the <laughs> beginning. And she was saying, it's going to take you guys like nine years to get to, to level. We were and, like, and, and we're just like, I don't each other like three months or four months no. at this point. And we're like, oh my god <laughs> she, was right. truth, she was right she was it right was, it took the first nine years were really really challenging i mean i'm such a better person because of michael because of this relationship Aww. yeah i would agree myself as well it's <laughs> not awesome. been easy yeah i really i think the situation forces us to really like again with the psychicness and with what we do to to really like deal with our stuff right and really choose to grow right choose to heal because you could okay. choose not to you could choose just to you know stay in your stuff and like other couples we come up against these like pivotal points of it's like okay is this the end now are we gonna make it are we gonna go forward together and we have to choose every time to be like because it's like a feeling that you get like and it's not like oh everything's going smooth and all of a sudden hey is it time for us to go now it's like no something will come to a crescendo like we'll fight about something or something really intense will come up and this feeling will come of like this is an opportunity we can either stay and go to the next level or because one of us won't shift we have to go mm -hmm. we just keep shifting we just keep shifting in those moments and it's really scary because you have to fully let go like I've can, let one, can one shift fully. without the other or it should always yeah, be in like, tandem with you both? Like, let's say there's a behavior that I do or that Michael does and it's really hurting the other or it's hurtful or it doesn't work for the other. And you talk about it, you talk about it, you talk about it and things move, but something gets to this crescendo point where it's like, if this doesn't change, like you just feel it in your heart. You're like, my being can't go on here because it, it just, I've grown, but you're not, you're not meeting me at this point and we either have to go together. So it's like that. It's like behaviors or ways of being that we get to this crescendo on both sides where we have this feeling of like, we could either end the relationship now or we can just both go to the next level. And, and somebody said to us, you guys are like two logs rolling down a hill one log will roll faster than the other and the other one will catch up. And then that log at some point will roll faster than the other and the other log will catch up. And that's really been our experience mm -hmm. of when these crescendos come, it's like I've either grown faster, let's say, I don't know how else to describe it. And I'm at this different place and I'm asking my, Michael, let's say to meet me, it's not with words though. It's just kind of like, okay, or, or vice versa. He's, he's, his log rolled faster and I'm kind of behind and he's like, well, are you coming? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> so it's, it's that, but then like Angela said, there's like, I don't feel like I can do my path without Michael and not in like a disempowered or giving my power away way. It's yeah. more like, I feel like, like in meditation, I've seen when I've, when I've been at like my crisis of over the years of like, oh my God, this is too hard. I can't do this. It's too hard. This is too hard. 
And I would see these images of like my full being needs to be realized. And by being in this relationship, it will. Could it be realized in other places or other ways? I'm sure. Because it's not just like one path for, and that's yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. But the opportunity is to do it here is what I feel like I, in order for me to really be who I am, this relationship just keeps really supporting that and pushing that. How do you both, how, how have you made an allowance for your boundaries of self so that you don't keep reading each other and assuming you know what the other is feeling or going through on all levels? I mean, it, do you have a unspoken without getting too personal, you know, for people who maybe are in relationships that uh, they're both very spiritually minded. How do you not continue to blend or overstep sometimes? Just we've chosen like over mm -hmm. time, like it doesn't work out so well. When we keep <laughs> Get out of, my, <laughs> out of your lane. Can you close yeah, up? Exactly. Yeah. Part of it's communication. So part of it is simply, um, you know, we had we have conversations like, look, I, I can't read your mind. You need to communicate with your words. Right. I can feel what I'm feeling, but mm -hmm. I actually, then I need to ask, I have mm -hmm. to communicate like, Hey, what's going on. And it's mm -hmm. about communicating. So a lot of it's about really clear communication and having the willingness to communicate. And part of it too, is simply is, you know, we do take space from each other, you know, mm -hmm. I'll head up to my parents or I go out for walks mm -hmm. by myself or, you know, cause you know, we're human beings. So you right. do need some, some yeah. space. I, am I always tuning into her? No. It's just, you know, but at the same point, if she's in my field and I can tell, I can tell that something's off. Yeah. It's like, we're not trying to tune into each other. Yeah. So then the question, then just, I'll yeah. ask myself too, a lot oh, of that's it is, a good, uh, yeah. 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 Is, do I need to, is, do I need to like, is this, do I need to ask or do I just need to let her have her space? Mm -hmm. Right. So part of it's about me just asking, like, do I, it's not my job to, uh, needily always care for her. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes I just need to let her stew in her thing or situation. And that's part of that's just about me kind of going within and be like, is it appropriate for me to be asking her about this? I'm not always great about that. Sometimes I'm not paying attention and I just jump in anyway. But communication is the biggest thing to really communicate. Like, hey, I need space or hey, I don't like this or hey, I like this or I need this or I need this kind of communication or I need this kind of affection in this way. So yeah, a lot of it's been just really communicating. But I, I go back to that base foundation of us, what's really mattered and what we've relied on continuously is just putting a relationship first and letting that be the foundation. So for us, I can, that's something I, we, that I find myself leaning on, you know, mm -hmm. through, it, it's easy in the easy times, it's in the challenging times, I can lean on that because I have to be in my heart. Like if in this, if this relationship, my heart isn't feeling true, then that's something I have to deal with. Cause I'm going to be, cause that's my commitment to myself is be true to myself. And if it's not true to be in this relationship, but however painful that would be, I would have to consider sh shifting that or adjusting that yeah. in some way, if that came down the pike. And that's but, the thing. It keeps remaining true for both of us to be here. It's why, that's why we're at here. the end of the day, why we're together is because it's still true. It's maybe not always our preference. I mean, we're different people. We have different, our attractions are probably, we're not like maybe ideal for each other, but it's true <clears> to be together. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's a matter of, you know, picking your, you know, picking what, what you're going to focus on. And just to be clear, I'm really glad that we actually talked about that. I don't tune into Michael and he doesn't tune into me. We don't do that. That's a really good point. Cause uh, a lot the, of people the information yeah. is just, yeah. it, it, um, it rises without looking like I'm not trying to look for it. Um, you know, it's just like kind of working with a client, like it would be inappropriate if I were to constantly tune into somebody, right? You're not spiritually stalking someone, exactly. you know, and, and, and you haven't made each other a hobby for yourself. Right. You know, it, it, it's, it's right. an interesting, when I hear you talk, it's like this interesting dance between constantly re-upping your commitment, recommitting, and yet yeah. not having any sacred cows. If mm -hmm. this yeah. relationship, if we've done our job, let's say, God forbid, we, it served its purpose and you both evolved to the point where it's like, now this is not, we're not supposed to do this anymore. You don't make it into a sacred cow of no, 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 no. We stay together no matter what. It's like, no, our spiritual development is, is Priority. the goal. This feels with every fiber of our being the best way to express and deepen that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, see what happens. Yeah, so I mean, I have to say that, that wouldn't be absolutely devastating, 
But at the yeah. same point, in my heart of hearts, if something's out of alignment, I'm going to feel that. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. It's about being honest. Like this is, you know, back to our, you know, our show that we're having. That's why we're talking about making choices. I, I'm always talking about making choices and being really clear and having really clear boundaries. Cause that's exactly what we've had to deal with to be in this relationship is yes. these things and really understanding where your commitments lies and making choices. And that's why for me, it becomes very practical. Cause that's how, how, that's how I navigate life. But that's how I navigate this relationship is to be really clear and be empowered and be, because I can't, when something's off, I'm going to know it's off. She's going to know it's off. So if we're lying to each other, but we're just going to paper that over, life's only going to, probably life for us is only going to support that for so long. Right. Because some people, they can spend a whole relationship with the Doing paper that, over. Yeah. yeah. Spiritually and, bypassing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I, yeah. with us, I doubt that's going to happen. I doubt that would yeah, ever be able to happen. I don't think it could. Because when it's come up in the past, when we've had issues come up, it's, you know, that yeah. pimple on the face. Do I have something on my face right here? <laughs> <laughs> let me pop it. Let me pop it. Let me pop it. <laughs> Is it hard as, people? you know, you have clients. Mm -hmm. Both of you are someone who people come to for answers. Is it hard to hear your partner give you feedback and say, you know, you're, I think you should explore this because you're not, living up to what I need or you know what I mean is it hard to get that guidance from your your partner darling <laughs> I mean it is it's sometimes I just it, it fucking pisses me off I'll know she's right but still that little boy in me just wants to like punch somebody yeah he you will know? fight I will fight to the death sometimes I'm better about that but in the beginning I'm so ornery about that yeah, I point something out. I'm like, hey, this. And you could see he, and I could feel he knew I was right, not to be right or wrong, but it was just it's right. True. Right. This is true. Yeah. But he would fight, fight it and fight it. Like two or three hours, we'd be in this like fight. And then finally something shifted and he'd be like, okay, <laughs> I'll go in. <laughs> and now it's way faster. Like he might fight for, five minutes or not even that but for for me i don't have that same thing i'm just kind of like okay so this is like last time we were talking about the idea of being awake but not necessarily embodied so i can feel the truth but doesn't mean <laughs> my ego or my upbringing or my little child is like down for it yeah you know, sometimes i have to it's work really i have separate. to work through that just like yeah. anybody does oh yeah. i'm there with you michael yeah i'm the one who fights yeah <laughs> Because he has so much like awareness. Sometimes I say to him, I'm like, you are the most stupidest, smartest. Spirit <laughs> <I've ever met." laughs> That's the problem. It's like, I do know the second it's true. Yeah. But there's yeah. some part of me. So like, where do you choose your focus? And I'm like, gonna focus on being ornery. Right. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes like, no, nah, I'm just going to throw down now. I'll regret yeah. it, but it's happening. <laughs> The yeah. trains in the station, you yeah. can't help it. Like, oh God. <laughs> the I have a ticket. I, I got to take that. I got to take that ride. At the yeah. And I've been, I'm much better now at just like knowing that's what's going on instead of engaging. Because mm -hmm. before he'd get ornery and then I'd engage and I'd be like, come on or whatever. And now he gets that it's way. And now <laughs> it's a shit show. And now I'm just like, oh, that's just that. He'll come around. And I just wait. Most of the time, like 90% of the time, I have way more space, way more patience. And then mm. just that kind of 10%, I'm like, ooh, I'm about to engage. I'm like, just don't do it, girl. You can't <laughs> fight. Yeah, how to navigate Blame this. the hormones. <laughs> Our lack of. <laughs> yeah. Have you both come up across a situation where you are both reading a person or a situation differently? And if mm -hmm. so, then how do who who gets to you know when, decide on that one? Right. I mean, if you think it's the same information, it's just different levels of it. Oh, so it's like it's like looking at a multifaceted diamond, and it just depends what at what what mm. um, facet you're looking at. Mm -hmm. But he might see a different facet than right. I see. It's the same, the I, same diamond. I think for me too is with this is I'm curious by nature. And so I'm not necessarily attached to what I, what I'm feeling. 
So if you mean we, about someone else when you're getting yeah, information? Yeah, so I'm more curious. I'd be more curious as to, okay, let's, why are we feeling something different? So I'm, I'm mm -hmm. not so much attached to my point of view, generally speaking. I'm sure there are times when I'm very attached to my point of view. But generally speaking, when I'm picking something up, I'm curious to see what she's picking up and get the, the nuanced flavors because maybe I missed something. And then if I'm feeling what I'm feeling and it's different, then we, you know, then we try to figure out why. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is we don't tend to have a lot of conflict there because I'm not super necessarily super attached mm -hmm. to my point of view. Because I could be wrong. I mean, you know, I know what I feel, but sometimes I might be, you know, either we're miscommunicating or I'm picking up on a specific flavor that maybe I'm not, she's considering something deeper and I'm not seeing that. So or vice versa. Of, yeah. Because we, even though, I don't know how to describe this exactly. I mean, this doesn't generally come up because I'm, I'm obviously when we do sessions, I mean, when I do a session, she and I never discuss that's, you know, our client stuff is there's a, there is an iron wall between them. Yeah, so we, we don't, don't discuss, discuss it at all. Yeah. Well, it so, meant like if you were going to work, like, so say you had a business partner and they mm -hmm. wanted to work with you or offer you a, you know, a deal or something. And one of you's mm -hmm. like getting like, I think we should do this. The other one's like, I, you know, I'm just not liking this, this feeling, mm -hmm. or I feel hesitant, those kind of big decisions. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, then we'll that investigate, like, why you do we have, have to, to Okay, right, so, you, okay. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very rare that we have a different of a feeling there. Oh, like that's both, really good, you know, yeah. Like, mm, no, what do you get? No. Sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes, like, mm -hmm. you know, you'll have a, you have a, uh, you emotionally want to do something. Right. Right, for whatever reason. Like sometimes when it comes to like we built our studio out, there's been things like emotionally that I want because I'm excited about it, but she's just like, it's not true. And it's just like, fuck. Yeah. I know she's right. The bear really bad want. news. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that comes up. That's come up several times. And I know she's right. Because I'm going to have to be really clear about what what's my what's motivating, what's motivating that, mm -hmm. you know, what's the truth versus what is my sort of emotional want or my sort of idea about something. Mm -hmm. So I, I would I would say like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, just thinking about it now, when there's a, an opportunity to do something or not do something, we're both on the same page. We both either mm -hmm. feel yes or right. both feel no, and it's that really one percent where we might get a different thing, and then we're like, "Why is this different?" Mm -hmm. And then we'll investigate. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think if I can think of any situation where we've that's been a major decision where we're not on the same page, because that's to me is a that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's just mm -hmm. a matter of like sitting with it, mm -hmm. giving it some time. Because for me, if it's not a clear yes, it's a no. Like so we it's not a clear. So if it's a maybe mm -hmm. or I'm curious mm -hmm. or any flavor other than a clear yes, it's a no. Yeah, and that's or through no. hard. Yeah. That's through hard thought experience. And I, I, words just feel feel small here. I don't know how to describe this other than saying, I think we trust each other's knowing and intuition so dang much that if it's not matching, we're like, what the fuck's going on? Mm -hmm. Somebody's getting fucked with. Is it you or me? That's you true. know, like, is there energy now that's influencing that's one right. of our answers? Right. Why we, why is it different? Mm -hmm. um, it is a red flag when we have, when one of us has a yes and the other has a no, but it's mm -hmm. so rare. Yeah. When that happens. And again, I just think it's a curiosity to just kind of explore it yeah, like why? as mutually as you yeah. can to understand why, why there's that why why there, there's that difference and it's interesting like when somebody wants something emotionally so strong but it's just not true to go for that thing you can tell mm -hmm. you know yeah. but the person who's in the emotion may not be able to tell because <laughs> they want it so bad mm -hmm. right like when we first met i had lived on my own for years and 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 was was alone for a really long time like 10 years i didn't have a relationship and blah 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 blah. so i had a lot of alone time i lived in places by myself when i met michael he just sold his family business and so he was very enmeshed in his family for a really long time and so when we moved from, we met in new york city and then we moved to montana the first place we saw he's like yeah and i'm like dude no <laughs> Like, this is not right, but he was so attached. He's like, look, windows. I'm like, yeah, but. This, this is one area right. where, like, living situations, generally speaking, where renting, I always defer to her because I'm, I'm that is definitely. He has an more area emotional attachment clear. around it, where for just, me, I'm like, it, this is place is a yes or it's a no. Yeah, like, it's I get really. I'm so frustrated with that because I walk in and I'm like, kind of pining for it. And she's like, no. Yes, yeah, the pining. So it's a good one. Aggravated with that. She's yeah. like, 
definitively no <laughs> i'm just like i didn't, didn't got to look around and look around no <laughs> so that that's what area drives me crazy <laughs> i can just put my foot on the step and i'm like no and he's like yeah but wait what about this and i'm already like no so yeah it is it's a <laughs> but that's really the only time where we're quote out of sync is in that kind of when one person has an emotional need versus the tr tuned into the truth that's amazing do you both interact in your dream world too i mean or mm. yeah or your no no, so you have your own now. Yeah, not very much. Astral traveling together now. <laughs> Business here on Earth. I like that. That's Mostly good. It's, I mean, occasionally I'll, ha I'll have, I mean, I, I do that not so much anymore. I did that a lot before I met Amujam. Um, not so much now. And generally speaking, I mean, occasionally there'll be something that's relevant. That's, mm -hmm. you know, not a dream, but not so much anymore. I used okay. to do a lot of different work in the world when I was, mm -hmm. before we had met. Mm -hmm just being out in public and connecting with people energetically and doing sort of work that showed up doing stuff with the land and stuff mm -hmm. that I don't now it shows up occasionally, but not like before it would show up a lot. So less, mm -hmm. less so now. I don't tend to look for that. I tend to let it, it tend to, it tends to show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. What about healing? If one of you is, is ill, does the other one yeah, we necessarily feel their energy go down too, or becomes the great, um, you know, the, the, the energizer for the other one? Can you help each other when your energies are low like that? Or do you, can you feel yourself going down if Michael's, you know, not well? <sighs> well, because I'm so sensitive, I can be sensitive to his moods. Mm -hmm. Let's say I don't have a better word, whatever energy he's got going on. So I have to be really clear, like, just stay in your lane, girl. Just be in your energy. Um, if he's not feeling well, he's got something going on, we always ask each other and vice versa. Hey, can mm -hmm. you, we need a second eyes on this. Um, can you help me? Yeah, I would say that we're not very enmeshed in that, in that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, she'll ask me, you know, I channel. So she'll ask me to channel on, you know, stuff that hurts or if she's sick mm -hmm. or whatever. So I don't, you don't generally channel on me. Uh, well, I mean, in the same <laughs> what about the readies? All the readies. <laughs> so, for those of you at home, Ambijam just gave Michael a look. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, hey, but you don't, I mean, it's different. I don't though. channel in you. No, not in the same way. But I get the readies, though. So, no, she'll, have, she'll get like a bug bite and she'll want me to channel energy in there to clear. Because he's literally, I had a spider bite years ago and my leg kind of blew up and I asked him to channel into it and it was completely 100% gone. Like you didn't even know I had a bite in there. He's very powerful. So I'm like, I'll ask him for, for help like that. Um, so I don't and, ask her to like channel in that, that respect. But you'll have stuff, the energy that comes up that's, that's yeah, ready to, do to clear something. stuff. That's what yeah. you're talking about, the readies. So all of a sudden she'll be like, ready? And that that's my signal to be like, tune in to be like, is what she's going to clear energetically? Am I, is it rightful? Is it appropriate? Mm. That would be awesome. Can you yeah. imagine your built-in healer with you? See, those are the <laughs> great positives again. Yeah, I'm kind of um, looking that I, again. The two <laughs> things for me, before I ask him for help, I tune into myself first and I'm like, is this appropriate to ask for, for help right now? Or do I just need to stay with this thing on my own? I will always tune in first. Oh. I never just ask oh. because I will always, my, my massive theme for this lifetime is empowering myself mm -hmm. and really owning who I am, which is my work I do in the world with people, right? My group power healing is always focused on like being who you are, right? Being who you are, being who you are empowerment and so i will always first ask my own self is it okay to reach out right now to michael yes or no and then accordingly you know i'll ask and then the second thing when he says uh that i don't channel is when i was like oh really so we were <laughs> walking in montana i want to say i don't know six years ago and we were, we were walking and all of a sudden this feeling kind of built up in me of something and Michael was ready to release and I didn't know what it was. And I never had that happen before. And so all of a sudden I was like, ready? He's like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to describe, this thing is, is coming in me to do something. And so it's been ever since then. So that happens between us, but I'm not like looking for it or anything like that.
Yeah, it sounds like you guys have really good boundaries. Like I said earlier, you're not you haven't made a hobby of each other, and mm-hmm. and there's you have the, this great boundary, but you're still enmeshed in each other. But it's not you're not enabling or codependent. It's yeah. it's an yeah. power right. respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's a choice. Way, I mean, that's no good. again, that's that's I've never really felt. I mean, that's. I don't know if codependency has ever really been an aspect of our relationship. I think it is in some. So I don't think that's been a theme necessarily of our relationship. I know one of the themes in this relationship is really me letting Ambujan be herself. Mm-hmm. And I can say in other aspects of my life, that's in earlier, that definitely was a problem for me, letting people be themselves more so. And with her, it's not. I really, I've always felt like I can relax and let her just be her. And I think that, again, that's just part of whatever our specific chemistry is so that's not been really a theme well i'm not so good at that i'm like be different keep evolving i'm gonna need more michael <laughs> yeah he's way better with me just him him just i'm just me and with him i'm more like you be different now <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm, not my parents. I'm definitely more at earlier in my life because we had a family business and I was on the spiritual path and I was trying to get them to heal them and get them to do their stuff. And that's where I learned, again, a lot of this comes across in our show and a lot of my healing is I learned the hard way. That's just, I lifted for years and it's just a waste of my energy and time. I don't do that anymore. So that's where I'm getting my, I always talk about being really clear. That's where that comes from. Because when I started on the spiritual path, like a lot of people, I wasn't necessarily clear. You know, I was, I got this new tool. I'm going to try it. And then you realize, oh, wow, this is exhausting. Or, oh, this is wiping me out. Or, oh, they don't really care. Oh, they're not going to really do anything. And it's like, hmm, boundaries. Interesting. Maybe I need to check these out. So that's been a learned, that's been a learned, you know, just by, by doing and realizing kind of, again, what works and what doesn't work. What makes me feel energized? What doesn't make me feel energized? What makes me feel happy? What doesn't make me feel happy? And kind of adjusting. You know, I know we're talking about clearly romantic partnership, you're married, but do you have any, and I, and I don't even know how to ask this, because do you have any advice for people who, maybe even if it's not a romantic relationship, but there's just two people that are on the spiritual path, you want to deepen that relationship? I don't even quite know what I'm asking, because I, I, as I'm asking it, I'm like, well, well, I think. Uh, can you expand, Heather? Do you know what she's trying well, to say? I think. I, I, I think so, but like, it's there's something Angela. there to Sorry. it. But before you started asking, Angela, I'm like, we need to talk about this, and then you just voiced it, so I don't know what it is. So go. Ahead. It is. You need to, okay, yeah, because it came up in my head of like, say, you and I, you and I's relationship. We are two people on the spiritual path. You are more mm-hmm. on the feminine side. I am more on the masculine side, mm-hmm. similar to Amujam and, and Michael. So how could you and I deepen and respect, deepen our relationship together on a spiritual path where we are so entwined coming into a business together, respecting those healthy boundaries together, and then moving forward from there without stepping on toes. Yes, we're going to step on toes. Sometimes, you know, we don't honor ourselves, our our boundaries or ourselves. So where do we go from there? Yeah. Yeah, I hope that was it. Thank you. Beautifully put. I would, I would say I, I would go back to foundational. So it's foundationally you guys agreeing on what you ideally want your relationship to look like and be like mm. and tr- striving for that, but communicating that. Yep. Because I think that then you can lean on that with each other to be like, hey, we, this agreed, is, to we this, agreed to this. Or we both felt this, remember? Is that and yeah, I would... I would say the same thing. What is it you actually want? Like when you say growing or deepening the relationship in what areas, what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah, How do you know? Kind of of deciding again, when you're not charged, when you're not in the middle of an argument, (laughs) but when you're calm and you're, you're, you know, where you can really discuss like how you need to communicate with each other so you can be heard or so you can hear the other person and what that looks Mm -hmm. like. So then you have a baseline. And then it's because I think if you both want that foundationally, then you can work through whatever comes up and then you, then you can navigate how to then actually communicate that. Yeah. Listening to each other and actually making a commitment to execute that. I mean, if you hear it and you just decide, I don't want to do that, then that's not going to work very well. 
Yeah, and what layers do you want to deepen in? Yeah. yeah. More vulnerable together, more intimate, or what does that look like? Right. That for works each. for any relationship, sister, yeah. mother, daughter. Yeah. Um, and I, I really take away what Michael was saying, what he does for Abhijam is you just let her be herself. You, you, you just honor who she is without trying to change her or get something that you need from her. And yeah. gosh, if we all just were able to do that in any of our relationships, let people be instead right. of have these expectations or wanting to fix, you know, and, and it comes from love sometimes, not just, I don't like your personality. It'd be great if you were different, but how can I make you better out of love? Um, yeah. And that's, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Right. To, to not accept someone for who they are. So I just, I think that's wonderful, Michael, that information well, you gave us. Too, I mean, I'll be honest, is like she'll I'll let her be herself. It doesn't necessarily mean I don't have a reaction to it. And right. I like it. Yeah. 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 You don't have to like me. it. Right. Right. I can be with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that this aggravates me that she does or whatever. Right. Because that's to be like, oh, it's, I'm all Zen all the time yeah. is absolutely not true. But, but you're yeah, aware as hard as I can to let her be her. Now, it doesn't mean I don't have a reaction. Does not mm -hmm. mean at some point when we're not yeah. in that situation? I'm like, I want to discuss this situation. <laughs> I felt about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because that comes up on occasion. So I think a lot of it is just what I would say just foundationally is communication, being clear, having a sort of a foundational agreement of how you want your relationship to be and a real commitment to that. Because without that, you can't build anything, right. whether right. it's in a business relationship. You know, I was in a family business and I, we were lacking that foundation again. And that just continually just reared its head. Though communication, oh sometimes if the other person's not willing to accept or hear honesty, then, you know, that does get in the way. And you both are so aware, like you say, you may not like it, but you're cognizant that you don't like it. And so you go work on that, you know, um, it's hard when the person d does not see why they're aggravated or doesn't. Uh, right. explore right so um well there's yeah, situations too like being in a in a relationship too where if there's the communication isn't there and you're not able to come to that foundation that's could that could be a real problem right like in a business situation like when i was in business with my father probably in retrospect i should have walked away and i didn't so sometimes it's true to just walk away i didn't mm -hmm. so i feel like i didn't necessarily honor myself for years by just really, I tried to always, you know, bend to make it work. And in retrospect, I would say if I was to do it over again, I would walk away. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes that's necessary. You have to do what is true, right? Just if you, sometimes you can work through communication, but sometimes you can't. And if it's important enough and you can't lay that foundation, sometimes it's best to part ways. And I think it's your, it's foundationally your relationship with yourself that helps you know the difference of, is it right to walk away now? Cause it just feels like I need to walk away versus yeah. nope, gotta stick this out. Yeah. Even though I want to walk away. I think yeah. that knowing of when it's really time, cause it feels like when you know it's time to end a relationship, there's a clarity in your heart. Like you just know when you're connected to yourself like that versus mm -hmm. you leave because you're emotionally Emotion. upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause right? there's a difference. Cause you it's may emotionally want to stay or go, but then there's what's true. Exactly. Yeah. And really yeah. honoring that deeper truth and having the courage to, when I, this is a story, when I, when I was with my girlfriend who became my wife, um, I started dating her when I was 16. And the, when I was in college, it was my senior year of college, she was a year behind me. Spirits only screamed at me twice in my life. And spirit screamed at me, do not marry her. And truthfully, I just did not have the balls. I just was way too scared. Mm -hmm. It's what I knew. It's what I felt comfortable with. I did love her. I do love her, but I just didn't have the, I didn't have the courage to go my separate way. So we played out a 15 or a, you see, we played out, you know, like a 10 year marriage until it was going to end. So I had to, I chose that path. I walked that path and, you know, walked it through its destruction. Yeah. Wow. You know, I had someone that I dated on and off. One of those where you just, you know, the person's not right. And they, they, you, you can't, you can't extract yourself. And then I've, and the times where I'd be so angry and frustrated and think, okay, I'm done. But once I really, like you've been both saying, really touched into the truth of myself and stayed there, 
that relationship fell off like a scab. Now with my current husband, I can get just as angry, but when I tap into that truth of who I am, he is still right there. There's it's, it's, I'm just happy to be mad right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's different. It has nothing to do with ending or, you know, so, but not afraid to mentally test that to make sure that Mm -hmm. not holding on, but it's Mm -hmm. that, that holding into the truth. And yeah, spirit screaming at you because when you do touch that truth and you ignore it, but who's to say, you know, that, that 10 year marriage, I mean, that's a lot to learn. You know, that's a lot of, that's a masterclass. No, I clearly needed to learn. I made that choice. Mm -hmm. I knew I made that choice. I mean, it was not like it was, I was unaware. I mean, I heard spirit clearly. I didn't have words for that at that time, but I knew in my heart that I needed to move on. It was better for both of us, but I decided to plow forward. And so I had to, you know, I had to walk that, had to live that choice. And there was a lot of lessons I learned from that. So do I regret it? I mean, it's like anything, yes and no, but there, I, was, yeah. I wasn't ready to make the other decision. That's the truth. I mean, but I, I couldn't say no at that time. I just didn't have the courage. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's okay. But at the same point, all decisions, again, this is why I keep bringing this up in our, our show and I talk about that is, you know, be really careful, really conscious with your choices because every, every choice has consequences. And just understand that so that you're prepared to deal with those consequences. Yeah. You know, ultimately. And I keep, Angela, when you brought up this thing that you didn't know how to say, I keep feeling like I just need to say to whoever needs to hear this, that like Stephanie was saying, the relationship that Michael and I have is not for everybody. It just isn't. And there are certain people in this life who like, they just have to come together. It's a spiritual marriage. Like it just, it is what it, it's a very different vibration. It's a very different energy. It's a very different type of relationship. And that's not for everybody. And it's not quote good or bad. It's just not for everybody. Like, you know, I don't like Chinese food. I like Thai food. It's a bunch <laughs> of people who like Chinese food, right? Like it's not good or bad. Like it's just not for me. Um, I mean, I love Chinese food. I don't know why I use that analogy. <laughs> but, <laughs> there you go. But I <laughs> Chinese food will not take offense. Yes. I love Boston Chinese food. I haven't had that in like 300,000 years. But anyway, I digress. So I just want to say, like, I have the feeling of what I want to say. I just don't know how to say it. I just want to say, like, you know, what's really in your heart and what, what is really true for each person, you know, like what kind of relationship is in your heart? Um, Mine was always there since I was a child. I couldn't help it. Mm -hmm. Um, Other couples that I've met or that I've seen that are like Michael and I, it's the, it's the same story. They're together 24 hours a day. They do business together. They sleep together. They're just, there's a certain type of relationship that it is. I don't have a word for it. And if life wants that, like, yeah, it'll, oh, it'll, it'll, it'll come about. Yeah, it'll happen. I don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would, I, mean, I think like, the thing is do what's really in your path. I think is what you're saying. Yeah. And, and I know relationship is a really charged subject because so many people want to find that person, right? Mm-hmm. So badly. And it can be a really just charged subject. Do you and, think it, then, uh, sorry, I was just okay. going to say, do you think it's because they're trying to find the, the truth of who they are? They're looking on the outside of themselves for their relationship with a partner when it should be, you know, with them going in within their hearts under. I think it's super layered of what, why somebody is craving that. Yeah. Like for me, it was emotional and it was true in my heart. Mm -hmm. I had to work through a lot of the emotional part of it way before I met Michael. Um, I think it's really layered and I think each person has their own reason. What are you going to say? Well, I was just going to say too, relationship, just like, I don't have children, but what I've seen with people who have children is that's, that's the, the grist for the mill for working on your karma, right? <laughs> so that's, that's that's the reality. I mean, there's the fun stuff too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the fun, yeah. But, but at the same point, there's a lot of the stuff where you're working yeah. through your emotional, your wounding, <laughs> right? And so right. <laughs> I think a lot of people when they're dating and they're looking at the relationship, yeah, all their unhealed stuff. There's themes that people keep attracting when they're not really looking at their deeper what their themes of what wounding they're not really dealing with. Right. So I think it's, but I think that's what relationship does is it, it pokes that, it pokes that, uh, source pod. 
yeah, any relationship will be that mirror. Mm -hmm. right? The truth is most relationships, mm -hmm. I see it, I, I have never seen a relationship with anybody I've ever worked with in the world where that couple, whatever configuration, doesn't have past life history together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anybody sure. you've dated, sure. you know what I mean? And most right. people who are dating and that attraction, it's usually, it's usually this wounding that's, that's, that's drawing them in anyway, really, mm -hmm. when you get right down to it. And that's why you feel it, see it usually burn off after a period of time. Because mm -hmm. the past life stuff burns off. And then what do you have? You just have the present well, then you have moment. present, right. And then you have to make it. Kick. I don't know if we have a lot of time, but what does that mean? The past life stuff burns off. I look at a lot of these. This is, it's interesting for me. What opened up my spirituality, honestly, was a lot of like relationships, intimate relationships, sexual relationships. And so I'd be attracted to someone and I'd feel that pull and I would mm -hmm. feel it. And then I look at a lot of relationships. I look at all relationships, actually, at least in the beginning, or it's kind of like a sparkler and you have the past mm -hmm. is burning off and then you get down to the metal rod and that's kind of like where you're at presently. Mm -hmm. So if you actually, if you look at or go back and look at anybody that you were dating or a relationship. Or you a that, friend that you had to come in your life. And all this whatever is it's, is, is generally speaking, you're connecting to that person, not presently. You're connecting to something uh -huh. that you've shared oh. in the past. And you're trying to bring that back, but there's, it has no more spark. Like you say, you just, you it connect could, it and yeah. it, yeah, and it, it extinguishes together, itself and then it kind of burns off right. and then you burn that off and then you're kind of present with so has there ever been right. a relationship? what i found in my relationships is i'd be with someone new there'd be this intense attraction and then after for me it always like around the third date because it happened really fast for me about, it's halfway <laughs> yes, through the third day and we're done and also, also I, was, I was really present with the person i'm just like okay what am i doing here like this isn't you just you know, like, knew it. all this stuff right. I could tell, like right. was all. And so that was my training in terms of really being mm -hmm. able to see the, how the past influences my feelings presently mm -hmm. with the person. Like doesn't necessarily mean there's anything we couldn't move forward with that, right. with that person, but it's what was, what was bringing us together was Initially. creating all that was all this past that pulls mm -hmm. you together. Right. And then that burns off. And then you have to like, then, you know, you make a choice essentially mm -hmm. whether you're going to be with that person you know, now that you're actually present, it's not being flavored so much by the past. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just wounding, right? But I think, mm -hmm. I, to me, I still or think only, there's the past. Yeah. But sometimes it's just purely wounding that's drawing you to that person, right? You know, it's your father, yeah. it's your mother, or whatever, right? And then that, oh, that theme just stays on. Makes me so curious about past life, but I mean, past relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fascinating. Like, mm -hmm. what yeah. initially drew you to this person? Yeah. And this is something that, like, if you think about that in, the, in, in your relationship in the past is, again, time has a frequency. So past feels different than present. Mm. And so if you go back to those relationships and kind of think about what they felt like, you can tune into that. The past sparkler part has a, has a flavor versus what when you're with somebody presently, it has a flavor. Yeah. You can begin to really, like, separate those out. Oh, I think that's so another get together in the future because we're <laughs> going to have to expand how we identify it, what what it means. Do we need to know about it? There's a lot of questions we're going to have to. Do you I'd need love to know to about it? Well, that's that. That's a question in itself. Maybe the answer is no. Maybe the answer is sometimes it's layered, right? Ooh, well that yeah, you're going to have to come back. The awareness I had now when I was dating, because then I could go, okay. Well, you know what it is. Why am I attracted to this person? Right. What in me is like feeling so strongly to go towards this person? I would have been able to break it down and then make a sure. choice, but I didn't have that yet. I just yeah. was yeah. like, I'm in. Right? Yeah. 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 I guess yeah. you need to break down the wine to know like oh, it came from this region and it, it tastes this particular way and you can taste the soil and all it, it just gives you more information to make choices. Yeah, so plus it depends on the person. Maybe somebody doesn't care. Like they're like, I don't care about right. any of that. Right. I just want to be with who I'm with or whatever. And then for some people who are more curious to that type of way of being of like, well, what is it that's actually motivating me to do what yeah. I'm doing? That's yeah. what whatever happen. brings you to the truth. Yeah. Whatever yeah. brings you to, to yeah. the Well, because ultimately if you be in a long-term relationship, that's going to show up eventually. Yeah, the past will burn off right. at some point. Right. Oh, Nelly. <laughs> it's all this and that and the other thing. And then suddenly when it gets boring, so to speak, and you're present and you're in everyday life, that's when stuff starts to really separate. But that's what the truth is. Yeah. In a sense of, right. So you see that a lot. So is it important? I don't know. But it's, I mean, what's actually present shows up eventually. And some people don't handle that so super well. 
the quote seven year itch, right? It would be funny. It's like, well, oh, yeah. your karma actually just burn off or did your past life just burn off at seven years? Is that how long it takes? Why you couldn't leave now? That's, that's funner to say it that way, isn't it? Yeah. Seven year itch, the, the seven year burn off. There we go. <laughs> you got to coin that. That's a good one. <laughs> Quick, let's call a lawyer and get a, another uh, registered trademark on that one. <laughs> Seven year well, burn off with Michael and Umajam. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll up today that will be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listeners, that's all the time that we have today. We like to thank you for joining us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic with it. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the Three Intuitive Healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 